Good evening. This is the weekly wrap edition for December 16th. Uh, we're going to start with the macro uh, data that came out this week, starting with the inflation read that once again came in below trade expectations. Uh, and that um, got the market a little bit more comfortable that the Fed was uh, going to get closer to ending these rate hikes. Um, they did raise rates 50 basis points uh, the following day. And so the Fed funds rate now sits at 4.37%. Uh, and that's putting upward pressure on interest rates for everybody. Um, that lower CPI print did put more pressure on the dollar, took that down a little bit. So we did make a new low for the dollar. And so that's going to help commodities, I think, in the long run, if the downward pressure gets uh, maintained on the U.S. dollar. The Biden administration today announced that they will start buying oil back for the SPR starting in February. So this will be a reversal in course from releasing from the SPR that there looks like they're going to continue to do for at least another 30 days. And then they will flip to being a net buyer. Uh, so we'll see how that works out. Uh, they have so far drained some 200 million barrels um, from the SPR and they're going to start with a small 3 million barrel purchase. So even though the volume that they're talking about is very small, it's more the uh, shift in intent and shift in direction on the supply and demand balance sheet that could be important for oil very quickly. The drought in Argentina is continuing to worsen, and it's threatening more deeply uh, the wheat crop and the corn crop. And private estimates continue to fall hard now on corn, and it's now uh, taking a bigger bite out of soybean production as well. And so we'll have to keep an eye on that development uh, into January here. There were some uh, contacts starting to talk about some damage being done in southern Brazil to their corn crop. Stonex came out with a reduction in the corn production in the Rio Grande do Sul area. So, you know, here we go again with a slight, you know, uh, drop in Brazilian production. Uh, for the most part, the soybean crop seems to be okay, the more central and northern points but we have a long ways to go before we make that crop. So my main thesis uh, about these markets all stay intact here. Uh, I believe we are in a structural deficit globally for grains and for crude oil. I think uh, there are threats to that uh, balance sheet that can put a, a pretty big move higher in the grains going forward. We'll start with China as they are starting to reopen. They've changed their view on Omicron and have now relabeled it as a flu and a flu only and not to be worried about it. So they've stopped tracking and stopped um, a lot of the heavy um, uh, military enforcement of the shutdowns and airport activity is starting to pick up. Business activity is starting to pick up. It's been a slow, gradual process here. Uh, but it looks like to me that they may be, again, pushing toward fully reopening by the first quarter of next year. This should be bullish for grain demand for us and for energy usage. Uh, they've been, you know, drawing down uh, demand on crude oil, some 2 million barrels a day with the lockdowns. If that flips back and that demand comes back, that, that could be very important for crude oil prices as well. So uh, generally speaking, uh, China coming back into the market and reopening will be bullish the grains and for cotton uh, going forward. The other variable that I'm watching carefully is the war in Ukraine. 
Uh, it continues to grind on as the aerial bombardment of utilities and key infrastructure continues. So Russia is continuing to attack key infrastructure, uh, basically trying to wear them down, and it looks like that's going to continue for the next 30 to 60 days. There are talks of Russian engage, Russia engaging in a troop movement back into Ukraine here shortly. Uh, I guess if I had to handicap that, we'd talk about them doing that again in the first quarter of next year as well. And that would be, you know, potentially quite bullish the grains in particular if that corridor gets threatened and shut down again. So that war is very much alive and well. It's just um, in, in a holding pattern at the moment um, by the market. Crude oil continues to be in a large structural imbalance. Um, we continue to... Um, you know, lose production globally uh, with Saudi Arabia and OPEC reducing production. The oil sanctions are starting to bite on Russia as their crude oil production starting to fall. Shale is not responding here in the United States particularly well. And without the SPR draw, you know, we would be in a critically tight position. And now that we're flipping the script to being a net buyer here, I'm expecting the oil market to flip really quite dramatically in the first quarter next year. And uh, there are analysts calling for a retest of the highs from last year around that $120 mark on crude oil sometime next year. And that, of course, would be very bullish the grains uh, as ethanol demand and renewable diesel demand would jump. And it could be really quite bullish cotton as the polyester price as a competitor against that. And the cost structure in general, unfortunately, for farming would skyrocket again next year, putting a lot of pressure on production capabilities in the United States for next year. Now, if any one of these variables hits, it's bullish, you know, the commodities are, are, are commodities. But if by chance uh, two of the three hit or all three hit at the same time, you're talking about explosive price actions in the grains and cotton uh, sometime next year. So I have no change in any of my pricing targets. We're going to wait and see how these variables play out. I'm still looking for 1530 to 1540 on soybeans. We may have to roll out of the January contract to March uh, late next week. That differential is, is only about three and a half, four cents right now, so no big deal there. So be ready if we don't hit our targets next week to roll to the March. Still looking for 7.30 corn, still looking for a dollar cotton, and I know it seems a bit far-fetched, but if that war re-escalates in, in Ukraine, we're talking about wheat back at $10 in Chicago and at 10.80 in Kansas City. So those were all remain my targets. So we're going to remain patient, see how these variables play out. There will be a video update uh, coming out tomorrow. It'll be charts only. And we'll look at some of the technical areas uh, that we have to contend with going forward. Have a wonderful weekend. Talk to you soon. These are my opinions and not those of ADM or ADMIS.